right, welcome to this week's edition of On Tap, presented by FCSI The Americas. I'm Wade Kaler, Executive Director. On Tap this week, I get to speak with a consultant who's shown leadership in committees, served as a chapter leader, and rose up the ladder of his company incredibly quick. Please welcome Principal and Project Manager of JLR Design Group, Mr. Garrett Lennon. Hey, Garrett, welcome to the show. Hey, Wade, how you doing? Great I, to be here. I'm doing great, man. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, uh, I've been looking forward to this for a while, and uh, I, I, we don't get to talk very often, uh, time zones and stuff, but you've been such a great help to FCSI over the years and, and a great leader to us. And um, you know, I know that we've got many, many more years ahead of us, too. But uh, I just want to, uh, again, thank you for joining us and being a guest on the show this season. Oh, yeah, no problem. No, it's a great organization. Uh, I've had an awesome time, you know, just being part of FCSI, getting to know everybody, uh, the camaraderie. You know, it's uh, really, I don't know, it's one of the driving forces behind me wanting to, you know, remain a consultant and uh, keep doing what I'm doing. Well, that's not, I can't really think of a better endorsement right there. So, (laughs) I'm not sucking up too much, hopefully. That's the end of the show. Thanks. (laughs) Just kidding. kidding. Uh, So, you know, for these calls uh, or for these podcasts, what we're doing is uh, just kind of getting to know the consultant members a little bit better, both uh, personally and professionally. And so I'm going to start with something, a very basic question, like an interview type situation for a job. You know, just tell me a little about yourself. How did you get started in the food service industry and get started as a a food service consultant? Well, in the industry, probably start out like most or a lot of people. Um, I started washing dishes when I was 14 years old, I think. And, you know, just um, being back there, you know, slopping through all the (laughs) dirty dishes, come back and, you know, Eventually, after they saw that I could actually get some uh, plates pretty clean, they gave me the uh, all-important duty of breading cheese sticks. And uh, that was only about a year into the operation. So, you know, it was that first uh, dip into the egg wash that I think I knew that I wanted to remain in the hospitality uh, industry for probably the rest of my days. So I um, started doing that. I started working uh, the line, started cooking, and... Um, Eventually realized that I really enjoyed that through high school and want to continue it. So I went to culinary school. Um, from culinary school, went and worked at probably about, you know, over the course of, I would say, a decade or so, uh, various fine dining restaurants, worked in New Orleans, worked in Seattle, <clears throat> worked in Oklahoma City, uh, where I was primarily born and raised. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, actually, it was up here in Seattle. I came up here to open a restaurant. And uh, that didn't uh, quite come to fruition. So after some thinking and some advice that I got from a family member, he uh, told me to get into sales. And I said, no way will I ever do that in my life. It's not what I I would want to do or something that I could even consider doing. And he kept pressing. So eventually I said, all right, you know, give it a shot. Why not? Uh, Got a job at a uh, dealer Mm -hmm. and started equipment, <laughs> uh, started uh, working contract jobs and uh, started doing some design for some of my clients that had asked me about it. They kind of knew about my operations background. Mm-hmm. And uh, through that, I learned about consulting, doing bid jobs. Um, sure. You know, I, I really just kind of saw the level of detail that uh, bid jobs, you got to sort of uh, get into the whole process, not only from just the dealer side, but you, you got to see sort of how it uh, evolved from you know, really just having the initial conversation with a client telling you what they want to do all the way through, um, you know, the, the final product. Mm-hmm. And 
think it's a little bit more developed that design uh, process than what I was typically used to at a dealer. Um, not knocking what that process was I was going through, I really loved it, but yeah. that really intrigued me. So anyways, um, started talking to a, a couple of different consultants, uh, a couple that are currently uh, in FCSI and asking them about the process, uh, how you know they got started. Um, and really that kind of just led me to working with JLR. I got an opportunity, uh, went to work with Dion and uh, Les there to the founding partners and uh, the rest is history. I am now uh, full owner of JLR as of July of this year. So oh, nice. that's, and um, yeah, so I'm just looking forward to continue to grow the business, yeah. working on uh, some more, you know, interesting, fantastic projects, keeping the clients that we do have got an awesome you know, group of people to get to work with. And uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of where it's at now. Well, congratulations on the ownership. I, I don't think I even knew about that one. So uh, it's great yeah. to hear. So thank you. Now yeah. that you're the owner, you really get to choose what projects you get to work on. So what, <laughs> what kind of projects do you, I mean, do you do everything? Do you focus in on certain segments of the industry or are there some that maybe you do more of than others? So what segments do you kind of specialize in? Over the last, I would say 10 years, we have uh, really focused on K-12 education. And I would say that's probably the bulk of uh what we do. I know that's kind of a lot of consultants, at least the ones that I talk to <laughs> in industry, that's kind of a, a mainstay of their, of their business and mm -hmm. segment. Um, but with that said, you know, over the years we've gotten to do, um, you know, everything from a coffee kiosk. Uh, we did quite a few museums there for a while across right. the country. Um, in the last five years, I'd say we've been doing quite a few central kitchens and uh, we had had a, a pass in the, our, on our firm of doing flight kitchens for United Airlines, Delta, okay. and we've also done a lot of hotel jobs. That's kind of where JLR was the genesis of. They okay. start off with uh, um, the Weston Hotel Group, designing hotels around the world. And so, uh, you know, that's always kind of been where the the company has come from. And uh, through the years, we've kind of got to do a little mix of everything. Nice. Um, higher ed, gotten to do some, uh, you know, B&I, and, uh, you know, as far as like those, we, I guess, kind of run the gambit, uh, yeah. as far as sales. I mean, really, really fortunate and blessed in that way. Yeah, absolutely. So doing all these projects for these number of years, is there one that stands out that either your favorite or maybe one that was the most challenging or tell me a little bit about what that project was and, and what you learned from it? Well, if you ask my clients, their project is my favorite project. <laughs> of course. <No. laughs> That's a very politically correct answer. I agree. <laughs> I figure it's apropos for these times. <laughs> so, the, uh, I, no, I would say that, you know, as far as favorites, um, you know, there was a project that we did uh, down in Oregon. It was actually Tillamook Cheese okay. uh, Company, and we did a new visitor center. It was a mixture of grocery. It was a mixture of a museum aspect. It had sort of a food hall f uh, feel to it. Um, they were doing a, sort of a, a, an elevated menu from what they had done in the past. And really, the design portion of it was really intricate, um, you know, just vastly different from what they had at their old visitor center. And I think I'm proud to say that I'm pretty sure it's the largest ice cream uh, stand on the West Coast. Wow. Now now <laughs> so, you're making me have to come to Oregon. There. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, it's a really interesting project. Um, it had a lot of different elements to it. And I think that, you know, as far as favorites, I really enjoy those types of projects where, you know, you get a little mix of everything and you, you, those come along every once in a while. Yeah. Um, but 
no, that's kind of just one of many putting me on the spot, I'd say. Okay. That's fair. I, it, like I said, uh, a giant ice cream stand. You don't have to actually sell me twice. I'll be there. <laughs> what is uh, something that most people, when they meet you or, or, or initially meet you, I guess, what is something that most people would never guess about you? What's a, ha- a hobby, an interest, a habit, something like that, that when they meet Garrett, they would be like, no way, that can't be you. I used to be a pretty active uh, into sailing. Uh, that okay. was something different about me. All right. Yeah. I did that for a number of years with a buddy of mine who's in the industry and, okay. you know, got to sail all around the Puget Sound and kind of learned, uh, you know, just how to sail a boat. Yeah. And I think that was probably one of the cooler things I got to do in my life. Well, as somebody that's grown up in the Midwest, I can tell you, I know nothing about sailing. <laughs> it's really hard to sail across a uh, cornfield unless you're in a car that's going through it. So uh, hopefully that's not the case. Um, one day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What is, um, what's one piece of advice you would give to anyone thinking of becoming a food service consultant in today's world? Run. No, I'm just <laughs> I, would, I would say that, uh, if you're thinking about doing it, it's a, for me, this is kind of a perfect, uh, career path. If you were to ask me, you know, before I even started cooking, honestly, because I always had interest in architecture when I was a kid. Okay. And um, I didn't even realize actually it was something that could be done uh, as a job. You know, I used to work in these kitchens and I'd probably complain about like, who did this? Who set this up? And not even knowing that it was a profession. So when I found out about it, it kind of just clicked and I just, you know, passionately pursued it, you know, and obviously here I am. I would say, you know, like going back to like my comments I just made though, having and operations, I think, is something that really helped me out as far as like what I do today on a daily basis. And, um, you know, not I don't think everybody's gone that path. Some have gone the architecture path. And I think that's actually a very good one, too, to have that design background. But for me, the operations background has really helped. And I would encourage anybody, even if it's a part time thing or just like know somebody in the industry and you're willing to put some time in, you know, just uh, for free in their restaurant, go work. It, it you know at a restaurant a coffee kiosk yeah. really anywhere i think it's going to be valuable for you know having an understanding of how a kitchen works sure has there been anybody along your career path so far that's been a a, a great influence or somebody that's really made a big impact in your life not particularly related to consulting uh somebody that really had a big impact you know on me uh, whenever i first read his book was anthony bourdain okay and um you know, I think a lot of people could probably say that, but it, it at a time in my life when I was thinking about maybe making a career change, I read Kitchen Confidential, and you know, it's yeah. it's a lot to that book. It's, an awesome book. it's very but, deep. You know, I agree. It's very deep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you know, it, it kind of uh, the element that I really liked about was liked about it was the camaraderie in a kitchen, and uh, it's something that sort of you know, reignited sort of a lot of, you know, what I love about the industry and about cooking in general and uh, kind of kept me, kept me in the industry. So I would say that that's kind of one thing that uh, had a big, uh, big impact on me. Very good. Very good. Well, hey, that's all the formal questions I've got for the interview, but I'll tell you what, I, I like to end all of these uh, episodes with something a little, a uh, little lighthearted, a little more fun. So I've got a series of questions of, of kind of from the Would You Rather series, and I'm going to go down these for you and just tell me, you know, as we go down through the through the uh, list, which one's your favorite. So um, to start off with, tell me, would you rather be covered in snakes or bees? 
I feel like I'm going to go bees on that one. <laughs> okay. It's like snakes. Yeah. No. Would you rather be able to sing or be able to dance? Uh, I could probably rather be able to sing. Okay. Would you rather own a restaurant or own a dollar store? <laughs> what about a dollar restaurant? Ooh. Um, there you go. No, yeah. I would say, I would say I'd want to own a restaurant. Those margins will be very, very thin on that dollar restaurant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> would you rather give up TV for a year or give up the internet for a year? Oh, TV. Okay. Be able to teleport anywhere in the world or be able to read minds. Ooh, that's a good one. I don't really care what people think about me so much. So I say teleport. <laughs> okay. I think I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Would you rather have all the traffic lights you approach turn green or would you rather never have to stand in line again? I would still go with traffic. Traffic. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, with the lights turning green because, yeah, yeah I mean, it's always bad. Traffic's yeah, exactly. Terrible. In Seattle, it's it's notorious. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Would you rather see your future or fix your past? Ooh. I'm going to go future on that one. Okay. Would you rather only be able to use a fork and no spoon or to be able to use a spoon and no fork for the rest of your life. I'm going to go spoon on that one. Spoon is way more multifaceted. Would you rather be an unknown superhero or a famous villain? Let's go famous villain on that one. <laughs> nice. Last one for you. Would you rather fight a duck the size of a horse or would you rather fight 100 horses the size of a duck? Dude, ducks are mean. I'm going to go with horses. Okay, perfect. So, Garrett, help us out. Help, uh, how can people find out more about you if they want to get in touch with you? Well, you can go to our website at jlrdesigngroup.com. Um, that's probably the best way to get a hold of us. Okay. Uh, you can always find our contact information there. You can see the projects that we've done. Probably need some updating, so look for that <laughs> soon. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think so that's probably the best way to uh, find out more about our company. Perfect. Well, Garrett, thank you again for joining me today. It's uh, been a pleasure to talk to you. And uh, we'll hopefully be seeing you again soon when we get back to live events. Yes, very much looking forward to it. Thanks for the, uh, the chat today. It's been fun. Absolutely. And, uh, again. Thank you. Well, that wraps up this edition of On Tap presented by FCSI. If you enjoyed today's episode, please make sure to follow or subscribe to the channel. And join us next week. We welcome another FCSI member to the show. Until then, cheers. <laughs>